Hello my friends and welcome back to another video for the YouTube channel. Today we're going to basically be talking about the things you need to do to go through different stages of business, how you go from 0 to 10k a month, 10k to 100k a month, and how you go from 100k a month to a million a month, which is near enough where I'm at right now. So in this video I'm going to walk you through um, what I believe to be the two, maybe three most important things that you need to have as an entrepreneur, skills, abilities, mindsets, etc. I'm going to boil down on first principle out the characteristics required for you to achieve whatever it is you're looking to achieve within that realm. Now I can't tell you what to do to get beyond a million a month because I haven't done that. Uh, my business Imperium Acquisition currently makes about 800 to one, well, 800,000 to a million dollars in booked revenue every single month. Our cash collected is about 600k a month. So we're near enough at that eight figure mark. We'll basically be there pretty much like in the next couple of months. So I've got the ability to tell you what I believe is most important because I've observed hundreds, quite literally almost a thousand people at this point, probably more than that, a thousand people to try and get to 10, 100 million a month. And um, I've been able to deduce what I believe to be the most important stuff. So let's get into it. So without further ado, we're gonna start with zero to 10K a month. Zero to 10K a month is basically about, there's about two things that you really need to have. It's about paradigm and it's about discipline. Paradigm is a super simple one. Um, it's definitely not super simple, but the way in which you see the money you're making and the belief system that you have and the relationship you have with money and business growth will determine how you behave in accordance with it. So the big thing about going from zero to 10K a month, it's kind of the hardest transition to make because you have to change yourself from civilian, normal human who doesn't make their own money to business owner. So it requires a huge shift in identity where your sense of self and the way that you see yourself and the way that you interact with the world has to drastically shift, right? Because you take someone who's making a couple of thousand a month in a normal job and then you put them in a situation where they're now responsible for their own finances and their income. And like most people, they because their belief system is so out of alignment with making their own money, they find it extremely difficult to. The word paradigm basically means it's like the way you see something, your perspective or the way you see the world. I can tell you that if you look at 10 grand a month and think that's a lot of money, it's gonna be really hard for you to get there, right? Because I can tell you 10 grand a month is not a lot of money, objectively. 10 grand a month is a lot of money for someone who hasn't got much money and wants to solve some problem, personal problems in their life. But objectively against the, 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 um, the GDP of a nation, 10 grand a month is nothing. You know, if you make 10 grand a month and let's say that you keep all of it, which you won't because of tax and shit, but you know, let's say you make 10 grand a month for yourself. After expenses and tax, at best, you're gonna be left with 5K a month, right? If you worked for 10 years straight at 10K a month, you still wouldn't be able to buy a really nice house in a developed country in cash. So you're not rich if you're making 10 grand a month. I cannot stress that enough. It's not that much money. And what you need to do is re redefine your relationship. Point one, paradigm. Zero to 10K a month is about redefining your relationship with money and starting to, I don't wanna use the phrase abundance mindset because it makes me wanna gouge my eyes out because it's such an overused cliche, but essentially you want to switch your brain from thinking in terms of scarcity to terms of abundance, where you start looking at money as, as um as, as free and flowing and it's possible to make. Otherwise, it's always gonna be hard. So don't put it on a pedestal. Don't look at 10K a month as this be all end all goal that is impossible to achieve because I promise to you, it's it's really not. It's quite simple when you, like it's, it's easy to make it if you are the person that can. And the way to become the person that can is to shift your beliefs in accordance to become that person. Second thing is discipline. Like what you'll recognize is that the shift in income comes after the shift in identity. So to go from zero to 10K a month or 10 to 100K a month or 100K to a million a month, it's, it requires you to change. <laughs> right? 
And so the reason that the zero to 10K a month is kind of the hardest thing is because you have to change, you know, let's say you're 25 years old and, you know, you've been through the school system, you've had like a normal job for a while, you've got to undo 25 years of conditioning. You know, you've got to unravel your entire worldview and realign it with with business and um, and personal responsibility for income. It's not an easy thing to do. This isn't this is a broad generalization, but most people in this day and age, at least in Western society, because that's my experience, what I can account for, are weak and undisciplined. So let me give you an example. If you cannot go to bed on time, how the hell are you going to find the discipline to build a 10k a month business? You have to be perfect. And what I mean by that is your behavior has to be in alignment and congruent with you being disciplined everywhere. Because what happens is when you take a person and you put a business on top of them, all of the personal problems you have will manifest into the business. So for example, if, if you haven't got discipline, you know, if, if you say you're gonna do something and you don't do it, that's that becomes a pattern of behavior and part of you and yourself and your identity. And that basically will then manifest into the business, which means you are gonna say to clients who don't do things and you don't do them. There's no real difference between getting something done for a client on time and going to bed on time. The same mode of behavior applies regardless of the circumstance that you're in um so don't be fooled by that so discipline is important and if, if you want to define discipline it's very simple it's not doing things that you shouldn't do and doing things that you should so when i say discipline i don't mean you have to be this monk right i just mean that you have to resist and persist that's how epictetus put it and what he means is resist the impulse to do things that damage you and persist in light of emotions that damage you, right? So you're working and you feel pain. And you're like, oh, I don't want to do anymore. Bang, persist. Or you, you suddenly crave a burger. I don't care what it is, resist. Persist, resist, persist, resist, right? You can do those two things and you can also reshape your paradigm and your belief system. Getting to 10 grand a month is significantly easier, okay? Let's step it up a notch and talk about going from six figures to seven figures, okay? So we've talked briefly about what you have to do or what I believe is the most important um, variable or variables, 10K a month, 10 to 100. Different ball game. What we are discussing here is scale. And so there's a couple of things that um, are important to get into 100K a month. The first thing, and arguably what I would say is the most important, this is a phrase that you won't have really heard before, it's people will. The air tightness, <laughs> that's definitely not a word, but the air tightness of the business. Let me explain something. Going from 10 to 100K a month is scale. You're scaling something that already exists. What you need to observe, if you want to understand how to scale a business, you need to understand how nature scales a species or an organism. So if you look at, let's let's take two diseases, for example. Let's look at the growth trajectory of COVID and then the growth trajectory of Ebola. COVID's a brilliant disease. Now, obviously, like it's a bad disease, it kills people. But from a evolutionary uh, standpoint, it's a brilliant thing, right? It's like, it's well adapted to its environment and it's a successful species, right? And uh, unfortunately for us humans, against the objective moral nature, COVID is bad, but against the objective nature of reality and what nature sees as good, like COVID's like got a fucking golden ticket, right? Nature scales organisms um, the same way you can scale a business. So if the initial conditions of the organism or the species DNA are not conducive to survival in the short, in the, in the micro, then when you apply the macro, that problem will be amplified. So what the hell does that mean? What it means is that in your business, if you're doing 10 grand a month and you've got a festering issue, if you get to a hundred grand a month and scale to a hundred grand a month, then that festering issue will be huge if that makes sense so if you're making 10k a month and every client you sign on leaves after two months when you get to 100k a month that problem will be 10 times worse because you're 10xing your income but as you 10x your income in the business you're also 10xing or usually even 100xing the problem that exists because the the exponent that would increase the likelihood of the problem actually manifesting 
is significantly greater when it comes to problems as opposed to income. Bear that in mind. You have you need to have your business what I would call airtight. And airtight means that there's no gaps, there's no plugs. Imagine with me here, shut your eyes and imagine we've got a nice big pipe. Your business is a pipe, right? And through that pipe flows value. And at the end of the pipe, we have money. The business makes money. And at the start of the pipe, we have the input of lead flow. You get leads, positive replies, appointments. You get people to show up. You get people to convert. You get people to onboard. You get people to stick around. And then you make money. So that's the flow of value through an agency or a coaching business or whatever you might have, okay? And you have to imagine this pipe, right? I, I, I visualize my business in this way, right? You've, you visualize the pipe. And then at each stage of that conversion process to output money, right, you have to look at the pipe and ask, is there any leaks? So for example, if you're making 10 grand a month and your show rate on sales calls is 25%, you're scaling the problem. (laughs) The easiest and fastest way to scale a business is to make it airtight, but look at the pipe and then basically if there's a leak, like low show rate, low positive reply rate, low client retention, clients get pissed at the onboarding stage, find the leak, plug it up before you scale, okay? Because otherwise you're scaling the problem. I'll give you a case in point. When my business partner and I scaled Northflow Consulting, which was our marketing agency, we went from near enough 15 clients to 64 clients. We had 64 clients at our peak done for you, 100, 120 grand a month. And um, our support system was terrible. And at 10K a month, like our support system, we didn't really realize it was a problem because we only had like, you know, 15 clients, you know, you're sort of dealing with them. It was painful. But then, you know, you, you apply scale to that and bang, like it's it's not very fun. This comes back to the two diseases that I was talking about. That's, that's definitely not two, that's four. But COVID and Ebola, right? So you look at COVID's growth trajectory and it infected millions of people like just out of nowhere, bang. But Ebola didn't because Ebola couldn't scale because Ebola killed its host too quickly. And so when you observe nature and scale, if you find a species that has a problem, it cannot scale. And if it does scale, it doesn't doesn't scale for long. It won't do it successfully. It won't be a sustainable disease like COVID is, for example, because it kills its host too quickly. So the initial conditions of its genesis are not conducive to micro survival, which means the macro when applied is going to make it 10 times worse. That makes sense. So anyway, that's the, um, the, the first thing that you need. It took five minutes to explain. The first thing you need from 10 to 100K a month is airtightness. How do you do that in the simplest way possible? You have the best product. You have to imagine that your product, if, if you imagine that you've got a pipe in the business, right? You have to imagine that your product is like the lubricant for the value that flows through. Lubricant is obviously a little bit too too strange of a word to use here, but you're with me anyway, I don't really care. Your, your product lubricates that pipe. So every single system and step of conversion is improved and lubricated, for lack of better words, um, <laughs> with great viscosity when you have a good product. Please don't ever try and scale a business without a good product. As simple as that. If, you, if your service sucks or your product sucks and you try and scale, you're going to scale into poor reputation. You're going to fall into the trap of short-term thinking that basically claims the life of near enough everyone that tries to start an online business. Okay, easiest way to think long-term, great product. Second thing for 100K a month is the release of control. So getting to 10K a month, you should do everything yourself with the exception of maybe having a virtual assistant to source some leads or send some emails. Every skill-based role in your business to go from zero to 10K a month should be done by you. I don't care what you say. I don't hire a fucking media buyer. Do not hire a sales rep. Do not hire an appointment setter. Do not hire an operations manager. Do not hire a finance manager. If you cannot get your business from zero to 10K a month by yourself, something is seriously wrong with your brain. And I mean that. Oh, but I don't know how to deliver the service. Fucking learn. Oh, I don't know how to sell. Fucking learn. How are you going to manage someone to sell or 
deliver services if you can't do it yourself. So delay the gratification, be patient. It sucks, it hurts to learn new skills, but trust me, this comes back to the airtightness of the business, right? If you're doing 10 grand a month and the entire product is dependent on a, a media buyer in Pakistan, as soon as you scale the shit, you're, you're fucking ruined because you're not, like at the end of the day, everything in the business needs to be able to fall back onto you. For example, if, if, if all of my sales reps left, I'd be able to pick the sales calls up. If all of my um, media buyers left, I'd be able to pick the ads up, right? For, for running the ads. If all of my appointment setters left, I'd be able to pick the appointments up, right? So this is an important thing. You, to manage something, you have to know it. So that's 10K a month, right? 100, 100K a month is about the release of control. Because to go from zero to 10, you want control over everything in the business. You want to be a complete control freak before six or maybe even multi-six figures. Because by being a control freak, you know everything in the business like the back of your hand and you, you will never struggle you know, because if something goes wrong, you know how to fix it. And it's important. You know, the, the, like I said, what happens in the micro happens in the macro in way more form. And so if you have a great grip on everything in the micro and you have to release some control to scale it to the macro, if you have a problem in the macro, you can regain control. 10 to 100k a month is about release of control. What does this mean? It's about hiring people, right? It's about finding people to run systems for you and you letting go of profit margin, right? Because this is the thing, like to scale, you have to let go of some margin. Because if you're doing zero to 10k a month and you're doing it all yourself and you're not running ads, your margins are going to be near enough, fucking like 85, 90%. You know, you count for some softwares, 3% Stripe fee, and then you're making like, you know, like 90% margins, right? In order to get to 100k a month, you're going to sacrifice that. So sacrificing control is the next thing. You're going to hire people and you're going to have this, the, the single belief that inhibit someone to decentralize their business and decentralization is basically where you've got most people run the business where it's them in the middle and then everything in the business every variable and node is connected to them directly decentralization is when you release control the thing that inhibits people with decentralization is the need for control and the belief and the fear that somebody won't be able to do it as good as them and that's true right so you have to understand that whatever you're doing right now if you hire someone they're probably going to do a job that's maybe half as good 60 70 percent of you're lucky so if you're converting um, sales calls at 30% right now and you onboard someone, expect them to convert at 15%. If you're running out client accounts, ad accounts for clients right now and you're getting a cost per lead of $5, expect the media buyer that comes in to get $7 or $10. Okay, expect that through the release of control, quality suffers. But in order to scale, sometimes quality has to suffer. And so as long as you personally have incredible quality, then when you hire someone, when you train them and manage them, they're not going to do as good of a job of you, but at least their standards are still way above the industry because you are perfect at what you do. Now, different ball game. 100k a month to a million a month, right? And I'm, by the way, I'm now leaning on my chair. I hope you don't mind. Please forgive me. 100k a month to a million a month is uh, a completely different game. There's once again, the two main things that I found um, that have helped me get to that sort of just sub eight figure mark. I'm very nearly there. Um, there's two things, okay? And without these two things, yeah, you kind of get screwed. So the first thing is your ability to make decisions. Now this might sound pretty, pretty simple. Like, of course, decision-making is important, but I, I mean it. Well, I can give you some context, right? So my business basically, in, in the last four months, five months, we've gone from doing about 150 to 200K a month to suddenly bumping up to you know 800K a month in, in terms of revenue booked, 600K a month cash collected, right? What I've learned 
is that my business is no, like the success of my company is no longer about my ability to work hard. It's more about my ability to make good decisions. The growth trajectory of my income against my company and the revenue we book and the cash we collect is attributed less and less with scale to my work ethic and more towards my decision-making ability. This is a dichotomy or conundrum or problem or issue, whatever you want to call it, that I've been working through for, for the last four months because all I've ever known for seven years is 12 hours a day, five, six days a week, consistently burning out and never being able to think because I'm working so much. Once you systemize your business, so I'll give you some context. So my company, we've currently got seven sales reps, three appointment setters, um, a media buying team that runs our YouTube ads and an operations manager. And I don't have any involvement in the company, right? With the, a few exceptions of this YouTube channel, which I have as a passion project, um, this YouTube channel, we've got some coaching calls and obviously I support clients here and there and improve the product, right? But that is like maximum two and a half, three hours a day of work, obviously team management as well. Realistically, my company now requires me to work two and a half, three hours a day in order to generate, you know, 600 grand a month in cash. Initially, when that happened, I had this real big problem of like, what, how do I do now? <laughs> I had this existential crisis. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I haven't got any work to do. Because the more, when you get to multi-seven figures, the, the more you work on the business, the worse the business does. And trust me, this sounds, that sounds weird as hell, but the more time and energy that I put into certain systems of the business, the worse they do. The more I train the sales reps, the worse they do. And that sounds weird, but the more, the more I try to perfect ads, the worse they do. The more I try to perfect these YouTube videos and script them out and make them the worse they do, right? So there's this thing called hyperintention, which denotes that um, the more you try, the worse you do, essentially. And that's not true up until a certain point in the business. But once you get to like a couple of hundred grand a month, I think it's more about decisions than it is work ethic. I might be painfully wrong. The only exception I found is the more you try on the product, the better the company does. So I've isolated that there are two things that I need to work on in the company. Three things, right? Um, this YouTube channel, because it drives a ton of traffic, uh, our product and our team. But managing those things isn't the full-time job. So anyway, that's, that's sort of a bit of context for you as to how I concluded this. But my success is now more about my decision-making. And the thing about decision-making is you need to have a clear head. And to have a clear head, you can't be working 12 hours a day. Now, there are exceptions to this. I'm sure it's possible and you can be non-binary and, you know, have both at the same time. But for me, I'm able to now travel, spend time in different locations, settle down. Like I'm in Stockholm at the moment, for example, in Sweden for a whole month, purely for strategy, right? So Bo and I, Bo's my business partner, we booked to come out here and we're literally just in Stockholm in a beautiful Airbnb by a lake for, for 30 days. No distractions, no crap, literally just 30 days of discussion about the future of the company, what our next few moves are, and what decisions we're going to make to get to um, nine figures, right? Because we're near enough at eight figures, so we've moved the goalpost to nine. It's all about decisions, right? Now, there will come a time where when I need to start building something again, it comes more about my work ethic, but it's just your ability to make decisions has more of an impact on your business than your work ethic past a certain point. If you're making 10 grand a month, it's not true. If you're making 100 grand a month, it's not true. Only once you get to like 300, 400, 500k a month, you've structured your business in a way that it no longer requires you to grow and succeed. Then it becomes more about decisions. Second thing to get to a million a month is hiring. Okay, team, simple, right? Putting talented people in place and having them all um, dance to the same song and believe in the same vision. Cultivating, like hiring, I see it in sort of a couple of ways. First of all, it's like attracting very, very good talent. Okay. Attracting great talent, managing that great talent, and then and then embedding a specific type of culture that encourages and elicits behavior that is conducive to the growth of the company and fun, basically. If you can do that, 
then a million a month is not that difficult. Um, well, it's difficult. It's the hardest thing I've done. I think going from 100K a month to a million a month feels it feels easier than going from zero to 10K a month. Zero to 10K a month is about how hard you work. Um, 100K a month to a million a month is about how intelligent you are, right? And those are two very different things because a, hard, a work ethic can be developed, in my opinion, pretty easily. If you really want something, you work as hard as you can. If you just pursue pain and you're just relentless in your, in your endeavors. Anyone can do that with a good enough reason. If I woke up tomorrow and said to you, hey man, I'm gonna wipe out your entire bloodline if you don't get to 10K a month by the end of the year. You would dance, right? But to go from 100K a month to a million a month, you have to learn a ton of stuff, critical thinking ability, first principles thinking, non-binary thinking, rationality, like stuff. You've got to, you've got to know how to think. And that takes a lot more time to learn. And also like one thing I would add about getting to eight figures is you remove, you have to remove all emotion. And this has to happen at every point, every stage of the way. So I'll, I guess I'll leave you with this in closing, like zero to 10K a month, 10K months to 100K month and 100K months to a million month. You have to remove emotion at every step of the way. I'm, I'm now emotionally detached from near enough everything in my business, the good things and the bad things. You know, if we get a bad trust pilot review from someone who didn't like the way we did sales, no emotion. If someone asks for a refund, which very rarely happens, no emotion. Likewise, if we have a new revenue level, no emotion. If one of my sales reps suddenly like completely crushes it, no emotion. Like you can't, you have to sort of, Look at your business in a very boring lens, right? And it has to feel boring to a degree, at least in my experience to get to that million dollar a month mark. So that's that's really like what I think are the, the main things. So in summary, zero to 10, um, obviously you're looking at like paradigm and discipline. I think those are the two most important things. 10 to 100, we're looking at um, releasing control and having an airtight business. And then 100 to a million, is decision-making and hiring. If you run an info business, an agency business or something, and you want more clients, there's a link in the description you can click. Um, it's a funnel designed to sell you something. It's a video of me basically explaining a product called Easy Grow that can help you get more customers. I don't care if you click it or not, truth be told, I just hope you found this video useful. But if you do want more customers and you wanna buy my stuff and help me make money, then you can do that. <laughs> click it if you want, by all means. Um, if you haven't subscribed yet and you've been watching this for a while, then just do it because it helps me and it makes me feel happy. Having said that, I literally just said I feel no emotion. I'm not that much of a psychopath. Of course you feel something. And um, like the video if you liked it. Comment anything below and I'll look forward to seeing you in the next one. Thanks for spending all this time with me. Talk to you later.